The presenting sponsor of Moon Tower Soccer is FVF Law. To find out what makes FVF a different kind of injury law firm, you can visit FVF.law. Soccer. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Mike. And we are here to talk about the boys. Yep, that's right. We got a big show this week, actually. Turns out, doing these every other week, there's a lot going on with Austin FC. Those boys are are doing a lot of things. And uh, Landon, Jeremiah, I think now I get why y'all talk every week. There's a lot to talk about, right? There is a lot to talk about. We are going to start with a recap of last week, uh, where we were and how we watched the Portland away match. Going to talk a little bit about the under-17 match and the EMLS thing that happened. I wasn't there. Uh, (laughs) And then we're going to head into our Seattle recap, looking at the match, Scott, looking at the outfits walking in, looking at their on-pitch personalities. And then, of course, our social media standouts of the week, which I'm just going to rename. What has Danny Pereira been up to this week online? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like, y'all, if you aren't following Danny, uh, do it. He's the best. He is the best. And then we're going to wrap up with a little bit of our um, man of the match player of the week, but in a in a different kind of spin, a different kind of light. So that's how we're going to end up today. And let's start with Portland. Yeah, sure. So I think we probably are better served by starting at the beginning of the day, right? Because Portland uh, happened on a Saturday on the same day, our U-17 boys uh played against the dallas boys who are all much taller (laughs) than our u-17s uh i asked landon a few times if he was sure that these weren't like ringers from dallas like it felt uh, like that robin williams movie jack yeah yeah, honestly (laughs) it, it felt a little bit like jack it felt a little bit like um the reverse of little big league Benjamin Button? Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but like our kids were just so much smaller uh, than their kids were. They ha- they grow them big in Dallas, apparently. <laughs> That's what they say. Everything's bigger in Dallas, right? Only Dallas. That's right. Um, <laughs> but it was so much fun. Uh, Lamorga came out and they were they were playing for the for the kids and the kids were like so into it. They were so excited. Uh, it was just a really good time. Uh, got to meet a bunch of people around the club. Uh, I met the new stadium announcer, Jeremiah. He was there. That was super cool. And then also I met Erlan from We Are Austin TV. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, Are you on We Are Austin TV? Uh, no, bro. I'm not. Oh, well, <laughs> I so I wasn't there uh, because I was at my bachelorette weekend. <laughs> And to celebrate my bachelorette, uh, we watched the Portland match. I made everybody, no one, none of my bridesmaids are really into it. One of them kind of is, um, but really none of them are into soccer. And I was like, all right, well, if this is my weekend, uh, this is what we're doing. I changed into my Sentimiento kit and we logged in and watched the Portland match. So I think it's it's pretty fair to say I didn't catch a ton of <laughs> the actual match so i'm not going to talk about it landon and jeremiah did a great job recapping that match for real anyway but that was kind of my fun little weekend plan 
Yeah, uh, I like that you forced a bunch of people from New England to sit around and watch our sweet Austin boys. The only thing from that match that I really like that jumped out to me, other than all of the stuff that I learned from Moon Tower, is I think Maxi really likes us. <laughs> like, really likes playing for Austin. Uh, it like his effort level is like 150 like he's just he puts so much out on the pitch all the time and Mm -hmm. when we played houston last year i didn't necessarily see that from him then certainly not noticeably and so i don't know i think i think we're his favorite texas team (laughs) of all the texas teams he's played for which is all three of them is it really? Yeah. Amazing. We are the third in his stops here. So <laughs> San Antonio next, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, Austin forever. <laughs> uh, so that was pretty much the Portland match. And then you had the EMLS Cup the next day on Sunday. Yeah, we, we went out. Uh, I got to meet a couple of friends of the show. That was super exciting. We we cheered for our player, X Verde, who <laughs> you could tell was not used to having fans uh he we were before the match we were talking uh to each other about like is it going to mess them up to sing oh sure at them while they're playing and so we weren't sure what to do uh the the match started and we were all very quiet and then he got scored on and we could tell that like he was feeling really bad to have gotten scored on and so we started singing for him and then immediately he equalized and so i was like oh okay we're doing the right thing. Uh, he did end up losing in stoppage time. It was a very close, very, very dramatic, exciting. I hear. Incredibly dramatic. And then we started singing True Love Will Find You in the End for him, just like we do with <laughs> the boys. And his face was so sweet. Like, he looked so touched and kind of sad. And, like, it, you could tell that it meant something to him, and that, that felt really cool. Uh, yeah. And it also felt cool to be able to show kind of what all the fans are building here in Austin uh, on kind of a national stage. So the EMLS Cup thing, I did not expect to be nearly as fun as it was, but it was it was really awesome. I love that. It sounded like fun. I was bummed to miss it, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> on to Seattle. <laughs> I was going to say, let's talk about something you didn't miss. Let's talk about something I did not miss. You know what I did not miss, Mike? What's that? Rose. Who's Rose? Rose was our honorary Austin Pets Alive match Scott for Sunday against Seattle. And oh my gosh, this little puppy. She's a year old. She's a mixed breed. She's 23 pounds right now. And she is the sweet. She has the sweetest little face in her ears. The way they kind of like flop and point. And They're so I, floppy. Oh my God. She's so soft. Mm-hmm. And she's so gentle. She's amazing and and i love her uh she was shot and so her back legs are paralyzed but she gets around in her little cart uh apparently we talked to her friend claire and (laughs) yeah claire had a lot of really good insights uh into rose and so i think I think we should play both interviews. Yeah, we got to interview Rose as well as Claire. So we're going to play those for you now. Okay, we are here with Rose. Say hi, Rose. Oh, good girl. (laughs) Good girl. Now, Rose, we've got a couple questions for you, okay? Rose, what advice do you have for the boys to bounce back after a tough loss last week? 
Yeah, good point. And Rose, I was wondering, um, what are your favorite treats in the stadium? For me, it's Valentina's. What about you? Yeah. <laughs> can you give us? Yeah, can you give us a uh, listos verdes for our boys? Thank you so much, Rose. You're so sweet, baby. So, what was it that you were telling us is so special about Rose? Rose is just over a year old, and she was shot when she was a puppy and has a little bullet wound still stuck in her spine. And she can't move her back legs, but she can move around with her front really fast in a wheelchair. Um, loves to get dressed up in costumes, loves cats, loves dogs, loves kids. Basically a perfect dog with a British accent. How, how did you find out about her British accent? Uh, you know, just one day she looked me in the eyes and she said, hello, mate. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Claire. Okay. Uh, so, Mike, I don't know about you, but I'm going to give Rose 13 bacon bites out of 10. Oh my gosh, that's right. We got to feed her little high value snacks uh, <laughs> that she was so excited about. She did not like them when we were videoing her. She did not love the camera. But she absolutely loved them as soon as we put the camera away. <laughs> we will uh, post that video on Twitter. So make sure you're following Moon Tower. Thank you so much to Claire. Thank you to Austin Pets Alive. And y'all adopt Claire. Nope. Yeah. Don't adopt Claire. Claire is a human being. Oh, right. <laughs> Adopt Rose. She's so sweet. Kenneth from last episode is also still up for adoption. So adopt Kenneth. Adopt Rose. Go adopt a dog. Go to Austin Pets Alive. They're wonderful. They're amazing. We love them. Okay, Mike. Austin FC, I feel, this season has been a little stingy with their pre-match outfit pictures. You know, I think that's true. Uh, if anyone knows... The Austin FC social admins. We've really got to get like upgraded fits. From I saw the that team. I saw that they're hiring. Do you think that's what they're hiring for? I hope so. Fashion photographers yes. for the boys. They're looking for a social media manager, and the one job is going to be documenting their outfits. I hope so because honestly, uh, we didn't get pre-match outfits for Portland. Well, like we did get a picture of them on the pitch wearing some bucket hats that's true you you know what i'm glad you brought this up diego and maxi in bucket hats with cecilia behind them in a pom-pom hat is one of my favorite early season photos that's fashion baby <laughs> it, it was just so like candidate friends hanging out you know mm -hmm. um but also hey man uh are you wearing your bucket hat? I'll wear my bucket <laughs> hat if you're wearing your bucket hat. Like that's, I imagine, the text conversation. Yep. Yep. Before they got on the airplane together, right? <laughs> we got a little luckier this week. Yeah. Uh, but again, just before the Seattle match, it was like, it was minutes before kickoff that we got the outfit pictures. And then some of them even came in like mid-match, I want to say, maybe after the match. Because we got the first round that was Sebastian... Diego, Nick, and Hector. Mm -hmm. And then later on, we got a snap of Maxi and, and Ceci as well. That's true. Yeah. Because like the the four, I guess the three pictures, right, of uh, Driussi and Nick Lima. And then... Uh, 
Yeah, I'm just out here being like Sebastian and Nick. You right. know, you know who I mean. Y'all know. <laughs> uh, wait, who were? It was Nick, uh, Nick Lima, and Hector Jimenez were together, right? Correct. They looked like they were like both going to the domain to go shopping, but in totally different seasons. <laughs> yeah, we got a time travel situation yeah, going exactly. on. Exactly. Very casual. Very nice. My favorite was Drusi. Uh, obviously. obviously the but circle sunglasses and the like top button shirt the only top button shirt yeah like it reminded me of the sentimento kit photo shoot with all the low riders you know what i mean like i feel like there was some inspiration there yes and i do want to give a shout to ceci's glasses because in these like little nerd glasses walking in in his like sweater i don't even remember what he was wearing on his body but he had glasses on and i was like peak book nerd heart eyes emoji that's the only note i have in this word document of our notes for today is just like a heart eye emoji on the glasses all caps glasses heart <laughs> eyes emoji yeah i like i guess i never really thought about the fact that like people probably wear contacts or yeah, not glasses. everyone has lasik mike well we've got a uh, austin's got an official lasik provider yeah so i just kind of assumed that everyone who could or would uh did I but, guess maybe yeah maybe they're maybe they're fashion glasses maybe they're blue light blockers you think could you, be Cecilio if you're listening and you're wearing fashion glasses uh go ahead and tweet at Steph uh, and let her know um <laughs> because she she won't let this go uh I won't I won't wear I won't wear my glasses I wear contacts I refuse to wear my own glasses but I will wear fashion glasses so it might be that kind of thing well and if you looked as good as Cecilio I your never glasses, will right uh you would wear them out I think <laughs> never will it's that's a pipe dream that I couldn't even dream of moving on to the pitch yes. for Seattle first off the weather was beautiful oh my gosh what incredible. a great day it helps that we sit in the shade uh, <laughs> it definitely sounds like it was hotter in the sun. So I guess the whole, like half the team didn't feel quite as nice as we did. But right before the match, I peeped Danny Pereira <laughs> giving a little, giving a little snuggle to Julio Cascante before the, before everything kicked off. And it was just so cute because like Danny's, you know, five, eight, five, nine or whatever. And Julio six one six two whatever, and it just looked so pure and yeah. kind, and like you can tell that the the tightness like on the team is really starting to like pay dividends in the way that they interact with each other and stuff. Absolutely, uh, Danny in general looked so little. I mean, Seattle was enormous. That was the thing that I kept like feeling as I was watching is how enormous those guys were. It's like what you were saying about Dallas, the U-17s earlier. Everyone was just massive. And that was overwhelming to me. And yeah, I... it's like we were playing the Monstars or something. It just wasn't <laughs> fair. All of their dudes taking the powers of other bigger dudes. <laughs> I was really happy with how we played in general. Yeah, uh, I liked... I liked how spicy it was. Yes. Uh, we, you know, we went down and that that was a bummer. But then like immediately Ruben is like storming up field to try to score goals just before the half. Like he's probably not supposed to, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. Landon, Jeremiah, they can tell you if he's supposed to be doing that or not. I just thought, oh my God, look at him go. I want to see that fire, right? Um, yeah. 
when Finley crashed into the keeper, like right in the beginning of the the match or whatever, and you oh, were yeah. like, "How is that not a card?" Yeah, <laughs> that was that was a yikes. It was spicy. It was fun. It was uh, spicy, but it was it was good. And you wanted to talk about. We were talking about Maxi and his kind of leadership on the pitch, and you wanted to talk a little bit about Ring as captain. Ooh. And I was saying that, and I'll get to this a little bit later too, but Maxi feels like a, a real leader, a real captain, but I was nervous that maybe he's a little too spicy to be a captain. Yeah, and so when we were talking about this, I, I brought up that like right now, Alex Ring is our captain, who last season got red-carded for being too spicy, mm-hmm. right? And in this match, I thought we might see it happen again when he was yelling at the ref so much. Like he was really uh, aggressively in there. And something that for me coming from like watching hockey as a, <laughs> as I was growing up, the captain is never the guy who gets in the fight, right? The captain is always the guy who keeps the cool head, but the assistant captain is who does the fighting. Mm-hmm. Like that's the guy that you send in there. Uh, to to mix things up and to like be that spark. I don't know what the equivalent is in soccer. Uh, you know, if captains are supposed to be that kind of spicy, like level of aggression. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I just thought it was really interesting, and I think that I don't know. I'm curious to see what y'all think. If that's a place for the captain is up in people's faces, or if it's something that maybe should be. A little bit more reserved or hung back or... Or if it's a team-by-team thing or what, right? Like, who knows? How do you like your captains? Yeah, how (laughs) do y'all like your captains? I kind of like that Alex Ring is the captain in that spicy way. Sure. Uh, But also... I get nervous. (laughs) Right. Also, it makes me nervous because if he has to miss time, what does that send as a message, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that the, the elephant in the room... For the entire second half of the match. Are we going to finally talk about it? We're going to finally talk about it's it. It's about time. I promised I would do it on Twitter. Shout out to that napkin. Yo, that napkin. Player of the match. Player of the match. That thing floated down onto the pitch in like the 46th minute. And it held on. And we were, I mean, my you know attention span is what it is. And so there were so many moments where I was like, I need to watch the match. Like I had to like physically like remind myself to watch the soccer instead of watching this napkin, like slowly move about like floating here, floating over there. It almost scored a goal at one point. Well, it almost ended up in the goal. It (laughs) almost scored a goal at one point. I said what I said. You're right. You're right. That thing was hanging on. And I swear to everything when it, passed right by the right shoe of seattle's keeper mike and i were screaming like just pick it up just it's right there so many times so many times. so many times someone would be so close that i thought oh for sure this is when they'll pick it up and there was the an ref? In- yes there was an injury there was time there was time that everything was paused people were standing around waiting for balls doing this doing that and nobody picked up like did nobody see the napkin it had to affect the players, right? It had, like, it it affected me. At least two of those posts, like, I'm saying it now, I'm saying it right now, <laughs> at least two of those posts would have been goals if it weren't for the napkin. This is a conspiracy <laughs> by Big Napkin to hold Austin down. <laughs> Y'all... That is, uh, that's the kind of quality content we are here to bring you. Let me know your thoughts on the napkin. Who put it there? 
Who Ooh, put it there? Who was it is deliberate? responsible? Was was it an accident? I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. There's no way you accidentally put a napkin so perfectly in my like inability to focus on the rest of the match. <laughs> I'm getting derailed here because I wanted to talk about Kippy on the sideline. Warming up with all the boys. Also, we had our first sighting of Danny Hooson, mm-hmm. maybe ever, in Austin on the pitch, right? Like, he was warming up with the subs. I thought we might actually see him on the field. We didn't. But when they called the first two subs. Oh, my gosh. It was a very unclear communication. There was some confusion. There was pointing. There was, you know, me, you, you, me. Multiple people started to run toward Josh Wolf and... It was Kippy was in the the confusion because he was just so excited to get to go play. It was so pure and so awesome yeah, to watch. Yeah, it was watch. amazing. Speaking of the warm-ups, though, I want to give a real massive shout-out to the rehab coach, Chad Kalarchik. We're in that section. Like, we watch them warm up. We watch them stretch and do jogs, whatever they, you know, the things that they do. And... <laughs> there's so much that that this guy he's leading their their exercises sure but he lets them watch when it's important to watch he doesn't make them do things like when they're on a run or when it's uh when even the other team is on a run like he sees the match and he lets the guys in not enjoy the match but like watch it and experience it and know what's going on and i know that's an important part of waiting to be called on or waiting to be subbed in but it just feels like I I mean I've had coaches who wouldn't care if the world was on fire I'm gonna do that Pilates thing uh (laughs) so the fact that he is really like tempered with his warm-ups and he clearly has good rapport with them they respect him he's doing a great job I just like really wanted to shout him out as the as the rehab coach down there getting them warmed up and really letting them be part of that match experience y'all she's being cheapest she also wants to include him on the next smile bracket, he is so. also very handsome so uh, <laughs> i just want to call out here uh that there are other reasons that she wants to talk about chad kalarchik that's fine uh it's okay because yeah like all of those things you said absolutely true all of the things you left unsaid also true. Moving on to our social media <laughs> superstars. All right. I want to apologize to John Gallagher. Yeah. On behalf of Swoon Tower Soccer. Sorry for whoever forced you to wish everyone a happy St. Patrick's Day just because you're from Ireland. Yeah. Also, um, whoever like had you captive in the car and wouldn't let you leave until you did it. Like, sorry. 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 Um, sorry. Anyway. Danny's TikTok, very yeah. funny new video. Apparently, he's catching feelings. Also, apologies to uh, whoever he's catching feelings for. Because he's not around till the end of the season. That's right. Sorry. He said so. Sorry. 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 Uh, I wanted to offer an apology to uh, Cecilio for having his good name <laughs> slandered by Maxi Arruti this week about his Tinder game. <laughs> Uh, Cecilio, I'm sorry. Sorry, 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 Ceci. sorry. Uh, congratulations yeah. to the Driusi family. Yeah, let's uh, let's move off sorries and into <laughs> congratulations. Driusi's baby is like, I'm not a baby person. 
I'm just <laughs> what a not. a weird thing to say. But, I understand the sentiment behind it. It just was phrased very strange. But he posted a picture today of his daughter holding the baby, and that one got me. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. So cute. Congrats. Yes. The last social media thing that I wanted to talk about is on Saturday, March 26th. So uh, maybe tomorrow, if you're listening to this when it comes out on Friday, The Laundry Project is doing a collection event at Hop Squad from 1 to 4 p.m. For those who may not know, The Laundry Project is a project started by the Stuvers, Brad and Ashley, uh, to help our neighbors with getting their laundry washed for them. So show up to Hop Squad and bring some unscented detergents, fabric softeners, stain remover, bleach, reusable laundry bags, hand sanitizer, coloring books and crayons. Also, try the beer he made with (laughs) Hop Squad. Like if you ever wanted to have uh, Brad Stuver make you a beer, now is your chance. Because there's, there's a whole series of him brewing beer at Hop Squad. And he'll be there for you to try it and tell him how good it is from 1 to 4 p.m. Right at Hop Squad, just outside of the stadium. All right, Mike. Yeah. It's our final segment. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Y'all, I have a decision scaries. um, When we ordered... A fear of commitment. A fear of... Well, you know... When we ordered, <laughs> is that too real? <laughs> no. <laughs> when we ordered our new kits, uh, Mike was like, "I'm getting Driusi on the back. Who do you want?" And I froze. I was like, "I, I can only have just one," and I, I like, I couldn't decide because I, I just love, I, I love so many boys on this team that it felt, it felt like I was, you know putting one down to get another on my jersey which is so silly and so stupid but like that's how I felt so I couldn't decide so I just got a blank one and I was like oh I can personalize it later and then I realized with this forum I can personalize that jersey every single week with my honorary jersey embellishment choice every Swoon Tower episode so allow me this indulgence and it's certainly indulgent (laughs) Basically, this is a chance for me to talk about my favorite player of the week in a non-technique, uh, goal-scorey kind of man of the match way. The stuff, yeah, the stuff that might not earn you man of the match, but will earn you man of Steph's shirt. Man of my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the man of my shirt today is Maxi Arudi. And the, it, when he came out, when he subbed in at the end of the match, I just felt a shift. And I know Diego scored. I know it was his, you know, his shot that went in. But Maxi was shooting. Maxi was leading. Maxi was yelling. There was so much leadership. And I felt the energy on the pitch change. I felt everything kind of like have this renewal of energy. And I know that's going to come with fresh blood. But I really think a lot of it comes from him directly and his ability to rally these boys in a way that I didn't see last season when we had subs come on. Maybe there was a little bit of an energy boost, but not not like this. Yeah. Maxi, he hasn't scored for us, but the stuff that he does that isn't that is so important for the way that this team works and the stuff that he does 
off the field, right? He's he's hanging out with our young guys. He's driving Rodney Redus around wherever <laughs> they're going. Uh, where are you going? Where are you going, Rodney and Maxie? Where? But like wherever they're going, they're going together, and you know they're taking like he's taking pictures with Cecilio and teasing him on the socials and like constantly commenting on everybody's stuff and just very clearly is a big part of why the vibes are so mm-hmm. cool on this team right now. Yes, absolutely. So he's the man in my shirt today. This has been Swoon Tower. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Mike. Listen to Moon Tower. Follow them on Twitter at Moon Tower Soccer. Yeah. And if you see us at a match, come say hi. Uh, we we love we love friends and we might have a couple of little secret fun things to give out. Ooh, we love secrets. We love you all. We'll see you next time. Muchas gracias. Bye bye.